Wait, so my burn was not... Yeah, I was waiting for you to join before I started it. Oh, no, AT, uh, AT&T is trying to censor his internet. Mm, okay. <laughs> He's, you've gone down 120p. Oh, no. <laughs> can you all so, hear me? So, uh, Steve, you had a question? Yes, I can yes, hear you now. Yes, can now you hear us? We can hear you. No, he can't hear Come us. in. Come in. Yeah, perfect. Perfectly. Oh, okay. 10-4. Cool. It's just it's delayed here. for some reason. If you want to leave and come back, I mean, we'll wait. We'll wait. These technical okay. difficulties are what make this show, you know, realistic. But we will have a question for you that you will have to answer Uh-oh. when you return. Or should okay. I say Jigsaw right, will have fine. a question for you? Cool, cool, cool. All right, I'll be right back. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, so, Stephen, how are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. You know, I any day I can avoid Jira is a good day. <laughs> you made it through an entire day without going to Jira. Yeah. That's that happens to a Jira ticket. It's, I call that a good day. <laughs> I, I am I'm I'm surprised. There's a lot of a lot of layoffs going on in the tech sector right now, man. Uh, uh yeah. Cap one, uh KPMG, all the big all the big four have like a five percent riff. Ooh. Actually, I think it's up to ten percent. I know Cap One is doing a lot of calling. Google is just murdering its entire teams. Microsoft's murdering its entire staff workforce. Because they do that you know they do the calling where it's um the bottom half of your performers get cut. That's absurd. Even it's if you're a high half? performer, even if you're a bot, even if you're a high performer, that's absurd. So it's like it's like a super toxic thing, apparently. Yeah, but it's fairly common. Damn. Yeah, I know Cap One does the same thing. Jesus Christ! I'm glad I never worked for any of those fucking companies. Yeah, well, it could be worse. <laughs> Can you hear true. me now? Yes. Yes. Jigsaw has a question for you. Oh no. Okay, Hello, Jigsaw. Sean. Or Hi, Jigsaw. Friends call you. Sean Salamo, you have convinced them that you are 100% pure blood Italian, but you and I know the truth. You're actually Greek. Before you is a delicious waka and a poison cannoli. Live Greek or die Italian. Make your choice. Die Italian. <laughs> of course. It's not even a choice. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> oh, Saw Patrol is going to be great. Take a five-year-old to see Paw Patrol and then take him immediately to go see Saw afterwards. Are you just trying to combine movies together now? Like to capitalize <laughs> on the bar? I just want it to be a thing. I think Saw Patrol is a great idea. <laughs> well, it was like, um, I actually saw this uh, earlier today. The, the, first, the first one to do this of note was actually, I think it was back in 2008, which was um, The Dark Knight and Mamma Mia. Really? That was oh, a wow. The Dark Mama Mia. The Dark Mia. Wow. The Dark Mama. The Dark Mia. The Dark Mama. I like the, the Dark, dark Mama. The, the Dark, dark Mama. Mama. <laughs> oh, that's so fucked up, but accurate. I mean, I, apparently uh, Barbie got in trouble for the whole Barbenheimer meme. So apparently, uh, like, Japan, uh, Warner Brothers Japan retweeted the Barbenheimer Mean to promote it the weekend. Uh, yeah, people in yeah. Japan were not happy about that. Let's say they weren't the target audience. Fuck <laughs> yeah! Sorry, love you. Take that. Wait, 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 wait! I got something for this. All right, then. Yeah, I dig anyway. it. Anyway, I dig it. 
Yeah, I don't. Well, know. I'll take a rim shot. I was really looking for another kind of rim thing, but that's okay. <laughs> Later in the show, that's for you. Are what, you... what are you drinking today, Sean? My my standard Manhattan. Oh, very nice, very nice, very nice. Oh, shit. Sure. It's a celebration drink for getting Tiny Tim in bed an hour early. Wow, that's impressive. How'd you manage it this time? Gaslighting. Yeah. But yeah. That's always a worse. Yeah. So you, yeah. you learned it here, kids. Your your parents do gaslight you all the fucking time. It's not your imagination. It's really happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sean or Steve, have you guys yeah. either seen Barbie or Oppenheimer at this point? Yes. I, I have not. Neither? Neither. Although I've read the full plot synopses of each movie, so spoil me. <laughs> spoil me, daddy. Uh, yeah, the ending of Barbie, spoilers, she goes to a gynecologist. Yeah, that ending was a little contrived, right? Like, I mean, that whole movie was. That whole movie was contrived. But I also don't know who that movie was for. That's a really good question. It really had, it, 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 like, if you sit back and think, it, I don't even know if the movie knew. What it, I mean, it's it's a popcorn movie. It's forgettable. But who was that movie for, really? Yeah, it wasn't for the kids, obviously. No. Nope. And it wasn't like, uh, was it just for like single women? Like, I think was it, that it? I think it was nost- like partly nostalgia bait. I guess, but it wasn't like a nostalgia movie. Like half of it was kind of satire. And the it's other not half nostalgia for you. Okay, fair. It's nostalgia for for women. Yeah, but I went with a woman I mean, supposedly. You know, like and and she was like, I don't have any nostalgia. Su- for supposedly. This. Well, I, I haven't. You know, no, cannot <laughs> confirm nor deny that she's a woman. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it identity secret. I see. She knows. She knows who she is. She listens to this podcast. I see. Um. And like, yeah, there was no nostalgia there. Maybe that's not a Canadian thing. Maybe Canadians don't have Barbies. Well, yes, I I don't know. Uh, the The whole movie was was. There are some funny parts though. I I now am convinced that Ryan Gosling plays a dystopian character in every, in all his movies. <laughs> You're not wrong. Like for for men that that is like a dystopian world. It's a very dystopian world. Right, like I respect that Kenda speech though. Oh l- l- listen listen. Let's let's not let's not uh look, look, know, Matt, I am I am Kenuff. Okay? I am Kenuff. I am <laughs> Beach is dangerous. Beach is dangerous for all kinds of reasons. <laughs> He's not a lifeguard. He's a, he's beach. That's I his beach. job. I beach. Do you know how hard it is to beach? There, like I said, there are some funny parts in that movie, but like, I'm all for feminism, but like that you can't uh, you can't go all the way the other way, and just men suck. Women are the ones who should be in control all the time of everything, which is kind of what the message of the movie was. Unless I missed something, I'm sure. Okay, you okay. Know, go ahead. I'm coming in completely, completely. Uh unfamiliar other than what I read, right? Fair. So this is just my completely uneducated take on things. But how many movies are there that are out there? I guess I'm devil's advocating. <laughs> how many movies are there out there that the, the at least implicit, if not overt plot is women are terrible. The only interesting or good characters are men. I don't know. A lot well, of my men are the saviors slash heroes. A lot of my favorite movies growing up had really strong female protagonists. 
like Ripley will always be the biggest badass in cinema. True. True. Very true. I, I don't. I. I can't. You know. Like. I guess yes. More majority of movies are about men, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I think it's like. I'm. I'm. I'm good with conceptually what you're discussing with this movie. Again, haven't seen it. Pro- probably will see it at some point. Um. I wanted to see it, but I wanted to be on like a lot of edibles. Like a lot of edibles for both of them, honestly. I feel like Oppenheimer um, would be the best way, to, best thing to see in IMAX. See, see, I wanted to be the guy that that leaps up and starts chanting USA when the the bomb test is successful. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's you know, in the same way, I want to leap up and be the guy that starts chanting USA when Barbie goes to the gynecologist. <laughs> Oh man, is that an empowering thing for a woman to go to a gynecologist? If they like hated it, oh, I, I don't. I think they ran. I think for them to come up with that ending, they wrote themselves into a corner and said, "There's only one way out." Well, if That's you've lived your entire life in Barb world and you've never had actual genitalia before, you know, it's kind of I a mean, big deal. Yeah. To be fair, that is one of the funnier scenes in the movie when she gets catcalled and she just tells all the dudes, "I don't have a vagina." It was kind of funny. <laughs> so. This is too I don't know, right? I mean, the one time we actually have a conversation, you know, that that involves feminism, we don't have the women here. What does that say about us as a podcast? It says, I just want to be happy and not tired. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, what's going on, guys? Anyone have anything interesting going on? Yeah, I played two new games. I wanted to get your thoughts on them. All right. Lay it on me. I played Crimson Tactics, Rise of the White Banner. Oh. And Dave the Diver. What the fuck is Dave the Diver? Dave the Diver is a banger. It's a, okay, it's tell a, sli- me, tell it's me a sleeper. You catch fish. You fuck them up. You, <laughs> you open up your own sushi shop. It's actually a lot of fun. You should actually play the trailer. Play the trailer. Pull up the trailer. The reviewer. Okay, official launch trailer. I really thought you were going to say you can Fuck them. <laughs> I mean, later in the game, you can step your own fish farm, so technically. All right, all right, here we go. <laughs> Meet Dave, an interesting little human with a precarious love for the sea. He spends his days diving the chilling depths of a mysterious blue hole. And when he isn't merely surviving or rummaging resources, he's often found snapping photographs, racing sea horses, farming and really anything that grabs his attention. It's this gluttonous appetite for adventure that gets him into all kinds of unique situations. Luckily, he's at the top of his game and at the top of the food chain. Oh boy, I suppose even the most voracious hunters have their off days. The sun sets as the vibrant lights of a sushi bar gleam over the ocean. Dave, still hard at work, is faced with the most ravenous of species. Patrons! And while cooking, serving, and pouring drinks aren't the most treacherous part of his job, they're unequivocally crucial to his survival. The blue hole is home to unimaginable secrets. And with Dave's unquenchable thirst for discovery, there's no telling what 
he may encounter. Dive in and guide Dave through the dangerously dark depths of the daunting deep sea. Dave the Diver. I feel like this is just Steve's like hallucination of like, reality. Every time I Meet play this game, Dave. it's like I feel this like seems so. This seems so you, Steve. It's so good. It's so good. I I need to play this game. Is it like where can I? Well, what is it available for? Let me see. It's on. It's on. Um, it's on Steam. Switch and Steam. Okay. All right. I am totally going to download this. Interesting. All right. I will yeah, say yeah, this. Yeah. yeah. I Why? Also, yes. Where yes, did you, yes. Where did you find this? I was. I I forget how I found it. I was doing something, and I and I was like, oh. This looks pretty good, and then I saw it was on sale on the Steam Summer Sale. And I was like, I'm buying this shit, and it has overwhelmingly positive. Yeah, reviews. I'm like a hundred hours deep into it. I've gone way down. <laughs> the, the <David> down <laughs> you you dove to the depths. Yeah, that's My, solid. That's good. Solid waste of time. Absolutely. I'm I'm gonna play this on my Switch all the time. Do you expect me to work? <laughs> no. No. That's 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 no, Mr. Bond. I expect you to die. So, what's this other game? Crimson. Oh, uh, uh, sorry, it's Crimson Tactics. Donald Lloyd Banner. It's a Final Fantasy Tactics reimagining. Oh shit! All right, that looks cool. Yeah, it's like a very indie game. I haven't gotten too too deep into it. Uh, I've been, I'm doing that Battle Bit Remastered Dredge and. Does it does it still have jobs? That's the only important part. If it's a Final Fantasy, yeah, it has jobs. It has jobs. Okay, good. I don't know how deep in the job job part it gets, but it's focused on the story and the mature teams. All right, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, it all like when Baldur's Gate comes out this week, then you know it's all over. So, just me. All right, that's fine. No, no, no. I, I hear you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm having problems because Diablo Four is no longer fun for me. I don't think Diablo 4 is fun for anyone at this point. I enjoyed this story, but then it's just like, what am I doing with my life? At a certain point, I would grind hundreds of hours like Diablo 3. Like, I've played so much over my life. And this one, like, I don't know if it's just because I'm older or the games have changed, but, like, I, I'm just, I can't play I video games like I used to. I don't know how I feel. I get really sad. Like I'm just like, oh, this is this is disappointing now. That's how I, feel I thought next... it would be like this nostalgia thing, and now it's you know, I don't know. I don't know. Like the whole next expansion of Final Fantasy Online is like, here's my favorite characters. Watch them nostalgia bait for the next. Yeah, but hours. you know, it's coming to Xbox now. Yeah, I saw. So you're saying that you're feeling kind of like um, Stan in South Park. I thought you were say Stan like Eminem. No. <laughs> yeah, you're feeling like no. Actually, you're feeling like Stan the man, Lord, the Lord. Um, amazing uh, custodian that I had at elementary school, uh, who had an incredible. See, I was confusing Stan the man though, and my with um, um, I was thinking about him recently too, because I was thinking about mixing my own Windex. Oh, sorry. Cool. This is way off topic. No, 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 no. This is. I'm interested now. Okay, so what? What inspired you to make your own Windex? Cecilman. Okay. Cecil do you remember okay. Cecil? I do remember the greatest. Cecil used to go to like like vac shop or something. He he went somewhere where he could buy chemicals. 
<laughs> probably for a few reasons, and uh, would mix his own cleaning solutions. They were like Cecil's proprietary cleaning solutions. Oh my god, you're not wrong. It was a clean. It was a very clean school, all things considered. That's very fair. So, like, what what do you get as the ingredients for like hot What's up, kid? Hold on. I drew a dragon, and it really actually looks like one of them. Okay, you're on a hot mic. I hope you know that. Uh, oh, don't crush the dog, please. Yeah, okay, hold on. If you're going to talk, you got to come closer to the mic, and you got to explain what you're coming to talk about. Come closer. All right, now explain what you're talking about. I thought this. Oh, can I show my friends? Okay, here. He drew this dragon. That's a really good dragon. It's a pretty good dragon. He's very drunk. They said it's a really good dragon. He is. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Thanks for showing me that. Can you go to sleep now? Now I'm going to try to draw a werewolf. You're going to draw a werewolf? Okay. Can you go to sleep then? Yeah, probably. Okay. Can you draw me a Jersey <laughs> Devil? Are you Ooh, sure you oh, want wow. a picture? TDT. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll deal with it later. Go to bed. Just draw your werewolf. Go to bed. I'll, I'll draw Ooh, the werewolf. All right, good luck. <laughs> so, in the parenting fail corner recently, we have this mythological creatures book that I read uh, him a lot before bed. Awesome. Great book. Lots of cool stuff in there. Uh, they've got like, old school ones. They've got like ones from like you know Greek myth, Roman myth, Norse myth, Asian myth, and then you know there's like more modern ones like El Chupacabra. And you know when I see Chupacabra, I kind of like annoyed, not because it's not cool or anything, but because like I really miss Jersey Devil, mm-hmm. and I think that the Jersey Devil should be included in these books when Chupacabra is included. That makes sense. It's a much better story. Anyways, um, so I told him the story of the Jersey Devil, and I showed him some pictures. And um, I actually scared him to the point where he couldn't fall asleep. So there you go. Yeah, and I was like, look, you know, he doesn't leave Jersey. We're not in Jersey. And I survived. It was probably not the right thing to say. You know, um, so that's why I asked him to draw the Jersey Devil, and that's why there's a little bit of trepidation on his part. Oh, well, I'm yeah. sorry, but <laughs> can we go back? What are the ingredients of Windex? Like, how do you make your own Windex? Oh man, I gotta have to look this up. You know, you're, you're not, we're not getting out of this conversation. I need to know this is the important information. Um, hold on, let's see, hold on. Home, I'm, I'm searching homemade Windex. Recipe? <laughs> Is that what? Recipe. Yeah, yeah, recipe. It's a recipe. Pour one cup of rubbing alcohol, one cup of distilled water, one tablespoon of vinegar into a spray bottle. Shake to mix and label the bottle. There you go. Huh. I've actually made something like that before. Mm. Uh, I've also added, like, um, like non-detergent based, uh, like uh, what do you call it? 
laundry detergent or okay. laundry soap, I guess. Huh. Yeah. Good stuff. That's how I've gotten dog throw up out of rugs. What gives it its blue color then? Is that just food coloring? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I like yeah, I gotta use a lot of that stuff to get dog throw up out of the um, you know. Oh yeah. The, yeah. The, uh, the dungeon. Is that where you're yeah. Now. <laughs> eh, dungeon's kind of a formal term. I prefer uh, just calling it the hole. Mickey's hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to that Saw Patrol movie, by the way, Steve. <laughs> oh, that looks like real good. I can't wait to see those dogs torture people. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it the dogs? Are they torturing each other? Yeah, Steve. Yeah. Let's clear this out. Are the dogs torturing each other? Or is it like people torturing dogs? Like, what is it about? Which? Which, which movie? Saw Patrol. Saw Would Patrol? Would be the, the dogs? the dogs, absolutely. Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, but you see, the thing about the thing about Paw Patrol is the the dogs are, are smarter than like everyone in that town. So it would be the dogs torturing the people. It would be dogs torturing the adults. In their Mojo Dojo Casa House. Oh right, yeah, I forgot about Mojo Dojo Casa House. Oh my god, it's fucking brilliant. Would you be my long-term distance, long-term, long-distance, low-commitment, casual girlfriend? <laughs> so yeah, weren't, weren't they saying like, this is another thing, and I'll I'll stop talking about Barbie and I'll stop Harvey on this movie. Like, they 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 are so all about independence, and Ken needs to find his own way. But it's totally okay to manipulate Ken's feelings for you to get what you want. Like, that's how the, the main issue in the movie is resolved. Barbie pretends to be into Ken so she can get him to do what she wants him to do. But that's, that, that's yeah. totally okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of um, like what? Like reactive abuse? That's fair. You know? I'm here for it. And get what you get. I don't think Ken was ever abusive that until the whole movie. But anyway, mm. do you, mm. just, do you just like horses. You clearly you go to the movies with Jonah Hill a lot. <laughs> Got some really interesting thoughts about things. Oh my god, that's hilarious! It's kind of unpleasant. What is he doing now? Like, what is Jonah Hill up to? I don't know. I guess being pretentious. That's fair. I mean, he does have a baby that he's probably not caring for. True. True. <laughs> right and like uh, his girlfriend came out with all this bullshit oh not, not that it's bullshit i think it actually happened like it absolutely happened like that was the wrong way to say that i am not on jonah hill's side but like is there yeah even i'm not on his side bad optics all the way <laughs> <laughs> and yet it's bad optics but you you won't put dwarves in a movie called snow white and the seven dwarves Look, okay? They have a really strong union. <laughs> and I don't I just don't I just don't want to do business with them. That's fair. Alright? They're a bunch of they're a bunch of shysters. <laughs> Mickey, Mickey, are you scared of the dwarves? Is that why? 
Look, look, <laughs> they they had completely run out of entertainment because of, by their own hand. Okay. <laughs> you, when was the last time you saw a dwarf in pro wrestling? Oh. It's been a while. I thought what's his face was back every now and then. Uh, the Irish guy. Yeah, look. Okay. Look. <laughs> There's a show on HBO. <laughs> There's a show on HBO. What was it called? Uh, uh, life's too short. Real sex. <laughs> <laughs> Their union didn't like what happened there. <laughs> oh wait, no, that was TLC. That was uh, that was uh. Sorry, I'm thinking of the other show on TLC. Where the real size guy married the the little lady. Yeah, like little people, big world or something. I I feel like, look, you should be able to marry whoever you love. I believe in that 100%. I'm I'm all in on that, Mickey. That's one thing we can agree on. I'm just curious about logistics. (laughs) I mean, she would have to be on top all the time, right? Yeah. I mean... I mean, look! Ah. Oh! There's some weird shit happening. I don't know what's happening anymore. I'm afraid we have a question to pose to the audience. Okay, all right. Can, can a vampire cop enter my house if they had a warrant? No. He wasn't invited in. You have to invite them in. But he has a warrant. Well, so? he, that's a problem he's going to have to solve, and I'm sure there's going to be many adventures about it. <laughs> okay, here, here's the show idea. You can even spin it off of um, what we do in the shadows. Okay. It's Vampire Cop, but he's a terrible cop <laughs> because he either has to keep relying on the fact that, like, he he needs qualified immunity to de- defend from all the people that he's killed. <laughs> or takes a bite out of crime. Yeah, exactly. See, that's the tagline. Oh. Beautiful. And then and then the flip side is he's a really terrible cop because he can't actually do anything because he has to be invited in. So you can't like search you can't like search your house or your car. Like he's got you gotta let him in. And people are just like, no, I'm not gonna let you in. He's just like, oh, okay. Oh, I will stand menacingly on your porch until dusk. Oh. What, what if yeah. he has the day shift too? There's a whole. Well, other... and then he calls in sick, and then you have to deal with FMLA and ADA issues. <laughs> I thought I was night patrol. <laughs> I have a rare corneal problem. <laughs> <laughs> This escape room sucks. Sorry, sir. This is a psych ward. <laughs> oh my god, I love this. Um, you know, the, the funny thing is that cop impression sounded exactly like Nandor, and it makes me. I fucking love it. Yeah, this season has been straight fire. On, uh... Oh my god, Colin Robinson running for fucking like uh, control. control. I haven't. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't oh, watched any of it yet. Sean, good. you got Yeah, you got to get on it. It's good. All right, I'll get on it. I'll get on yeah. it. Yeah. Matt Berry is a national treasure for England, not I for th- us. I think this necklace is made out of metal. It's not made out of metal.
uh, Port Nandor. Indeed, indeed. And now it is time for us to choose Sean. Oh, yeah, that was so hard. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Tiny Tim has returned. Okay. I did not draw the uh, He did not draw the werewolf. Who did you draw? A pear wolf. A pear wolf. A pear wolf. Sounds Here is free. a pear wolf. Okay. It's, a... it's parable? What? There's some words on here. And some don't even Why is it saying hi, Dot? Who's Dot? Hi, Dot. Hi, Dot. That's him. He's in the... <laughs> so, so is he... It is not... It is not a werewolf. Uh-huh. It you is a werewolf. Definitely doing that. <laughs> it's a werewolf. I love it. It says power. <laughs> it's yay dot <laughs> stock. No <laughs> bumid. Hi dot. <laughs> That's very nice. Thank you. That's terrifying. I can't wait to stick that thing down in Mickey's hole. I'm missing Good night, Tiny Tim. Good night, Biggie Tim. Biggie Tim. Biggie Tim calls you a rap star. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Mickey's Big word counts. <laughs> Your hands. Your abnormally big hands. Do I have to get Goofy out to tell you where I'm big? <laughs> not, not big. No, Mick. Not again. <laughs> Mickey, can we have Sean back so we can pick a television show? Please. Yeah, whatever. It better be Mickey's Hole, though. <laughs> Is that a show? It's been picked up by Disney Plus? <laughs> on October 1st on Disney Plus, Mickey's Hole. <laughs> <laughs> give, me a, give me the elevator pitch for Mickey's Hole. What's it about? You remember who framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> yes. Yeah, and... it's kind of like that. It's a mystery detective series where when you get arrested, you end up in Mickey's hole. <laughs> and then it kind of turns into torture porn. <laughs> oh, it's I the can't... first NC-17 series on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> I, I cannot wait to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can we have Sean back now? Hold on. Gotta conjure him. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Mick. Oh, You're welcome. <laughs> back to the hole. <laughs> He's getting stronger every day. Soon, Mickey will become the dominant personality. <laughs> We're doing fine, okay? We're fine. All right, all right. That's we good. are fine. All of us. I'm glad. Yeah. Anyways, okay, so I have a program. Yeah, you do? Okay, oh, yes, program. program. Um, I do. What are we watching today, Sean? So this is, okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a little bit of a preface, prologue, preface, preface my prologue. Sure. Um, so I usually... I'm not a fan of legal shows mm. and uh, I've run away from watching them generally because I find them to be kind of maddening based on my experience. They're either way too thick or way too dumbed down 
Um, it's just too, it's just too much. And I can't like shut my brain off from analyzing them. Shit. However, sense. however, uh, there's, uh, another lawyer who has introduced me to a show. We'll call her Tinkerbell. Uh, and Tinkerbell has introduced me to a show and, um, it's called jury duty. It is on Amazon prime oh. and it's like, okay. So it's partial reality, partial script. The setup is they, all these people get called for jury duty in Los Angeles and everything about the show, except for one juror. So it's like the Truman show, but around jury duty. So around does, okay, does this one guy know that he's on the show? Like, is it one of those? He does not know that he's on a show. He knows that there's a show that they're making about the like the um, system. <laughs> Hold on, I have a visitor. Get on, Julian. No, go to bed. <laughs> you interrupt me again, and I'm unplugging all of the electrical devices in our house. Good night. Good night. Go up. Go. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hit the bricks. Go to bed. Don't make me get the spray bottle. <laughs> now you know the reason for homemade Windex. Uh, anyways. <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding, uh, yeah. just Most kidding. Of we say everything on the show in jest. Nothing you see. All natural products in that homemade Windex, too. Um, anyways. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so it's a lot. It's like totally like Truman Show. Everything is scripted. He's the mark. He just thinks he's on a show about the, like, American legal system. And so, so that's why they're documenting the story. Like, James Marston is sitting behind him. Well, so James Marston is playing himself. He's called to jury duty. Oh, sick. Okay, cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. And um, we binged it. She'd already seen it. We binged it in oh, like two jury days. Duty? Oh, great choice. Great choice. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? This has kind of redeemed the legal genre to me in entertainment because it's just fucking hilarious. Um, and this guy, it's like, they found probably like the highest quality person to do it too. Like, he's like, not like a terrible, like he's a good person that just wants to do the right thing, uh, which makes him a perfect mark. But he's like, just dumb enough to, you know, not get it. So Steve, well, yeah. you clearly heard of jury duty. What, what are yeah. your thoughts? Oh my God. Such a great series. Um, it really is the most wholesome. Is it wholesome? It's very wholesome. Also, hilarious. Uh, what episode are we watching? Um, I think it's probably best to just start with the first episode to set it up. Yeah. And I don't know how long they are. I don't know if they're a full 30 or 20. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we watch two if they're if reasonably short enough. We do like one and two. But if they're longer, then we can just do one. You get the gist. Yeah, um, they are 26 minutes, so we can watch two if you would like. Sick. Let's do it. Awesome. All right. 
Hey Matt, what do you what does a painter do if he gets cold? <laughs> oh god. Hold on. All right. <clears throat> Let me prepare myself. Okay. I don't know, Steve. What does a painter do when he gets cold? He puts on another coat. Uh, all right, Steve, you've seen this show before, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay, so how did you discover it? Um, my brother-in-law. Oh, really? It. Okay, interesting. It came through word of mouth. <laughs> very good, very good. Um, what are your thoughts? Oh, I thought it was a great. It was original. Um, the only thing I think maybe it, it doesn't do that so great. It's just kind of, it's got it's got like um, it's got like an office vibe to it. So okay. like if you're not if you're not like that kind of fan, a fan of a comedy, maybe it's not your not your jam. But it does everything so subtly. And there's one episode, Sean, Margaritaville, that has a special place in my mm -hmm. Um, There's that. I mean, there are probably some episodes further into the season. It's not a very long season it's either. Not very long, yeah. That, like, like, and you're right. It gets, like, the office vibe, but it gets, like, the, the, the vibe from the office that gets kind of, like, bonkers. Yeah. You know? Um, and yet he still goes along, like the whole thing about like James Marston, like clogs his toilet in his hotel room in one part and, and then like hides the fact that he did it. But like, you know, the guy still covers for him and everything. And, um, yeah, no, like there's some really funny stuff that happens in the next episode, actually with the chair pants and all the other weird the shit, pants, like, yes, chair pants. Yeah. Like it's so good. Um, good Lord. Look, man, everybody needs a pair of chair pants, okay? Everyone <laughs> does. I am I am an, an advocate for chair pants. I am... Honestly, just Jesse and I had been talking about chair pants when we were in, like, third grade. I remember. Well, and... I remember the third grade, but I remember. Yeah, no, that <laughs> that conversation had been going for several years when we met you. Yep. <laughs> and I recently texted him. It was his birthday last week, and chair pants came up again. So, uh, you know, there's still some sour grapes on our end about chair pants not being our thing. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, I mean, but no one's, has anyone actually made them yet? Like, is it still something you could take? It's in the prototype phase. <laughs> yeah, there's like some stronger stuff, you know, um, Fair. that's like kind of kicked around, like kind of like a combination of those, um, like the folding chairs with like the canvas on them. Yeah. Oh. Like lawn chairs, kind of. Right, right, right. Interesting. But it's still not like a practical thing yet. You need like the shit that like they have like in the um, in Batman's cape and like Batman Begins in Dark Knight. It's like you electrify it and it goes rigid. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's what you really need. I like it. Yeah. Um. So, Sean, I wanted to ask you this the whole time: How accurate mm. is that? So like, not from a, you know, obviously the, the court case is made up and there's like, you know, a Oh, the court case is, case is stupid as fuck, but it's hilarious. Cause that, that actually might, yeah, do we that know might actually actually charged with, uh, he was, it was, it was just, it's a civil case. Yeah. Oh, it's civil. It's a okay. civil case. 
So Jacqui is like the owner of this company. And it's basically like he destroyed like a bunch of t-shirts and like caused a ruckus, you know, in this we, t-shirt press. Do we find out that those t-shirts are probably something terrible? I really hope so. No, I don't think it's quite like that. No, it's, it, it does take some interesting turns though when they go visit the business. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's really funny. So like but yeah, it, but how accurate is all that shit? Incredibly accurate. Really, like a, and it, a jury and, can be taken to a business. I mean, you can you can definitely do that. I mean, there's often not a reason for it, but you can do that. But like, in terms of like the first episode, like the jury selection itself, like that's incredibly accurate, especially like a state court jury. I mean, you have people up there like saying all sorts of weird shit. Like the guy that goes up and he's like, I, also someone someone told me I'm a racist. Like that's that is so real. <laughs> Does that get you out it's of like, jury duty? No. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily. I mean, like, the thing that gets you out of jury duty, and this is clearly not legal advice, nor does it apply to every court in this country, but, like, if you get if you get called for jury duty and you really want to get out of jury duty, what the judge is going to ask you is if your own personal biases or views or opinions yeah. are going to affect your ability to be an impartial juror. Yeah. And if you say yes, then they kind of have to like remove you. Hmm. And do you have to give a reason? Oh, you froze. And coach and... Oh, can you hear me yet? No. Yeah. Now I can hear you. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Okay. No, I so I was going to say now. though, yeah, yeah. So if, if you have the guts to go up to a judge and say like, I will not be impartial. And nothing can change that. And and like can change my ignorance. Yeah, I mean, like you're gonna get you're gonna get you're gonna get dropped at that point. Like, because they don't want that person in there. Yeah. At the same time, it's like I found that they're very you can truly say that to a judge really mean it. And like say it that way. So. Right, but if if you don't have a qualm about doing that, or if you've got the courage to do that, then go for it. Most people, I think, are not like are not that bold or that honest. And then the other thing too, and I forget who told me this quote originally. It's like it's not truly a jury of your peers; it's a jury of twelve people that were not smart enough to get out of jury duty. That is a quote from the movie Let's Go to Prison, and it's one of my favorite quotes of all time. Dax there you go. Yeah, there you go. It's tr- it's 100% true, though. Because, you know what? I almost got picked for a jury after I was already a lawyer, and I was doing insurance defense, and it was a car wreck case. I was doing everything I possibly could to game the plaintiff's lawyer so he wouldn't strike me because I wanted to be on that jury. Partially for nefarious reasons, to be honest. Like, I kind of wanted to get in there and take control. Oh, 12 angry. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. You know, I wanted to be the straw that served the drink. Um, but I, I just missed it. It was like a numerical thing. It was like they needed oh, 13, mm. and they I was like number 14 or 15. I was like this close. Fuck. Yeah. But, like, I would totally do it. I would absolutely go on a jury. I wouldn't want to go on a criminal jury. No, um, that's, but that's I would a go on a responsibility. I'll go on a civil jury. Yeah. And like a lot of criminal trials, if it's like a bad crime, like you're going to be there a while. Most civil trials last like maybe a day or two, okay. maybe like on the worst end of it. So, 
So like this this trial lasting a week is that like uh just completely reasonable? It's completely reasonable. Okay, all right, fair. And especially like when you take into account this was filmed in I think twenty one, so you're still in COVID era restrictions and stuff Uh, like that. So it makes total sense that like you can't have certain numbers of people in the courtroom and you have to like space stuff out or you have to do stuff certain ways that you wouldn't normally have to do it. Interesting. Would they did they ever have a trial or like a jury? on zoom was that everything that had to happen when yes really yeah yeah and it's it's more feasible for it's more feasible for certain than others um but it did happen i don't think it's still happening at least i don't think it's still happening here but um it definitely did happen yeah Hmm. interesting um yeah this show is fantastic I am about to go probably binge it after this episode's over. Because I really fucking, like, this is so reminiscent of Joe Schmo, and I love that fucking show so goddamn much. Make sure you watch the making of afterwards, too. It's incredibly good. It's incredibly good. I am all in. Um, Did you guys ever watch Joe Schmo, or am I the only one who still remembers that show? I haven't seen Joe Schmo. Um, I think I remember it. So the Joe Schmo show was like a um, like real world where everyone was in a house, but it was like, you know, Survivor, like each week they voted someone off like Big Brother or something like in, in the in the um, like peak of reality television. It was one of those like making alliances and like, oh, I'm going to, you know, let's eliminate this person and all this drama shit. And every single person but one dude was an actor. And it was all designed around him to just fuck with him every single week. And it, it, I, I don't know if it was on MTV or Comedy Central or one of those, but it was like, it was one of my favorite fucking like reality shows of all time. And this guy was just like totally into it the whole time. And it was just like, they, they were seeing how far they could push him, how far they could manipulate him in this like weird, you know, set up environment of a, a reality TV show. It was fantastic. Um, so... I am I'm really into this. And I would highly recommend Joe Schmo if you can find it. I don't know if it exists anywhere. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it, that should be on Hulu if anywhere. All right. Daily Motion at least. Um by the way, I, I would like to point out that one of the house guests was David Hornsby before he was famous. So that alone is worth watching the show for. That's awesome. <laughs> um, Rickety cricket. Oh, yeah. And Kristen Wiig. I forgot oh, Kristen Wiig was on it, too. Like, this was 2003, I think, before they were all, like, any thing. But I... I I would. I have to bring the show to the uh, to binge worthy because it is fucking ridiculous. Where can I find the show? It is on Prime Video. Strange. There you go. So I would highly recommend uh, when you're done with this, watch that. Um, 
yeah i mean we can go to voting but i'm i'm all in i i love this show um sean is there anything you want to say about it like what got you into it why are you like because i know you don't like legal shows so where did this i don't like legal shows but i think so first of all there's a few things the guy who's playing the judge is actually is actually a lawyer has been a lawyer for a very long time the guy who's playing or the the two people the man and the woman who are playing the the plaintiff's lawyer and the defense counsel they're both lawyers so they actually like kind of understand how this is supposed to go right um or the three of them all understand how this is supposed to go i think the guy that plays the judge is fantastic i mean he reminds me of so many judges i've been in front of just (laughs) his his overall temperament like his, his the way he talks like the level of like kind of over it that he is, but also still like kind of cares, you know, like there's, there's a lot there. Um, I mean, he seems like a very prototypical like state court judge. Um, Would a judge ever say, this is my last case. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. And a lot of judges, I mean, here it's, I don't know how it is in California for state court judges here. Judges are elected for state court. And so, you kind of know at least like when their term is coming up, if they've lost election or if they've, if they're not running again, sure. Um, you know, there, there's definitely like times where that, I, I wouldn't find that very strange, okay. especially for like an older judge to say like, you know, like my term's up, this is going to be the last case I try. Like, you know, I, I don't think that really does much. Right. To, to influence it that's probably something they'd more likely say towards the end of the trial or at the end of the trial than like at yeah. the beginning but Interesting. you know right. i think that like the whole setup it just it, it seemed very real um and actually if you do stick around all the way to the end there is a wrap-up episode that kind of shows you how the whole system works and it's wild like how the system of the show works like how they coordinate everything how they plan everything how they scripted everything all of that like they did such a good job like Like, i'm very curious masterful yeah no no it's like they just did a great job putting the whole show together um you know james marsden is just also just hilarious oh he's incredible i love james marsden i mean he's in the notebook how could you have any (laughs) nothing all right um but uh what i think so how do you get them to like convince him this is real like don't you have to get like a jury summons in the mail like did they send him like an official document they got the la like la state on you know or la county in on it or there i'm trying to remember there was something they explained how they did it um oh yeah no like they sent him like a fake summons okay so like the how the the building that's the courthouse it's like a courthouse that's not in use or it's like you know whatever um, they sent him a fake summons. The actors they all got through like a Craigslist ad, basically, apart from a few people. Sick. Yeah. No, it's it's like this whole thing was just really wild. But yeah, they they completely set this guy up. Um, and they, you know, he ends up winning some money at the end, basically. They're like, Great job, like here's money, like for being a good person. Um, okay, so like, I hope they give him like psychiatric care as well. But like, yeah, he will never you know. trust anything anyone like ever again. Like, I, think, I don't know. He's this... super chill, though. I know he seems super chill. But I, I just want to say this is kind of funny. Would this get him out of jury duty for the rest of existence? Because, like, judge, I don't believe this is real. 
<laughs> like I have good reason to believe this is not real. Is this season two, Judge? This like could, season could, two. Could he get away with that? I mean, uh, as a lawyer, I, I, it, I, I mean, I know like you can't get legally. I saw him. him. If I saw him on the panel and I recognized him, I'd be like, I think we need to cut this guy. I think, to, <laughs> I think like it's going to be too much of a mind fuck for him to be able to handle this. That's uh, amazing. Yeah, I would. I would hope. But yeah, he just—he's a really good everyman. Like he's got like some really good like Jim Halpert type. Yeah. You know, energy. Um, oh, they picked a great. I mean, I, do you think that they did? And I'm very curious. I'm gonna watch this, and I know I'm giving away it, but I'll talk about the episode. Like, do you think that they like selected him from a list? Like, how did they come to him? Like, that—that's just lightning in a bottle. They got someone who's so perfect for this role. Yeah, I think they did combat him in a certain way, but. I'm not exactly. Sh- I don't remember how they explained yeah, the. I, I think it was the making of they how they so. pulled him from everybody else, but, but a lot of it was just pure luck. That's like insane. a lot of it was like they just got like the perfect person. Do you have to, and they do talk. The producers talk about that. Do you have to get permission, like to to like say, hey, listen, we're going to tell this guy he's a jury duty. Like, what's the legal ramifications of that? I mean, he probably signed some kind of waiver. Like to be filmed, and it was probably all in there. I guarantee it was in there. He didn't read the, ser- the terms of the service. You, of course, he didn't read the fine yeah, no print. No one does. No one reads the fine print. Wow. That's why. That's why Mickey's going off saying that he owns all of us because we. He probably does. It's true. There yeah, are... I can put you all in the hole right now if I wanted to. Thanks. There are a surprising number of terms of service on websites or software that basically you have to give up your firstborn child to Satan. Yeah, we did a whole thing in law school about um, click wrap, basically. Huh. Yeah. How that's all is that all legally binding? What'd you say? Could you enforce any of that? Yeah. Like if I said I, I you know, agreed to give you my firstborn son, is that like legally enforceable? <sighs> Well, I mean, I think you got to take into account that to have a legally binding contract, you can't really contract for people in that way. That's fair. The 13th Amendment is not a fan of that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, unfortunately, you, know. you can't put legal terms into your, into your contract. It's not uh, enforceable. Yeah, I mean, that's like much. It's not outside of the realm of possibility that like, <laughs> you could give away some rights that you really don't think you're giving away when you sign something or just do something. Wow. <laughs> what? Where are we? Welcome to my Mojo Dojo Casa. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'm going to actually, this is interesting because I just found this, a list of some of the more, uh, insane things that have been in, uh, terms of service. So Canada's got talent has a, it's the number one on a Reddit thread about, um, like terms of service and contract or additions. You will pay for your own room, board, and travel. You agree to be on camera 24-7. We can listen to your private phone calls. We can enter your room at any time to check on you and record it. 
Isn't Creepy. That really it's basically TikTok. In the waiver to be on Judge Judy, it said you would get paid five dollars in cash upon request. Pretty sweet. I asked a woman who uh, that, that might cover some phone. parking for for the first half an hour in New York. I know, right? This show's not filmed in New York. You know, Judge Judy is the most famous alumni of my law school. That's actually really cool. Oh, I thought RoboCop was. No, that's that's undergrad. Yeah. He was a professor there. Peter Weller. Wow. You can never own a Tesla. When you sign the contract to buy a Tesla, the Tesla holds their product and intellectual property and cannot be owned by customers, instead claiming they are effectively leased to buyers. Tesla has on multiple occasions disabled features of cars being sold used because of this what the fuck so how how does that work if you're never if you pay off your car or if you just buy it outright like when you go in however much a tesla costs you just drop a briefcase of cash and you're like here you go fuck off how do they enforce that I don't know. It's probably in the contract somewhere. Well, I think it's it's a way for them to remotely disable your car. If they oh, want it's like a license almost to own your car. Instead of you owning the car, you want a license. Yeah, you car. want a license to drive this vehicle. Well, it's not transferable. Yeah. You can't sell it. So if you have to, if you're going to sell your Tesla, you have to sell it back to Tesla. I don't know. I, I'm just literally reading a Reddit thread. I've of seen like, other. I've seen other dealer. I mean, because you can sell your Tesla to another dealership. You don't have to sell. You don't have to sell Tesla back to Tesla. Right, but do you have to like sell it back to like a licensed Tesla, like shop? an authorized uh, authorized dealership that's like licensed to sell Teslas? No, but I'm sure they would love to do that. If they could. Um, no, I don't think so. Because I know. I've seen other dealerships like Honda and all that buy Teslas and stuff, especially here and things. And then also, if I had to guess, I feel like that you just get caught up in a in a legal battle for that forever. It's like, yeah, it, it feels like it would be something. I just feel like it, it would create more. Problems. I don't know. Elon, Elon Musk. Yeah, Elon, Elon Musk and eternal legal battles just don't go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah, he's lost a few. He actually loses them pretty fast. <laughs> he starts and loses that? them pretty fast. Although I did like his novel legal argument that apparently, uh, did you see that, John? Like his shareholders, like the, the, like the board was defeating itself. He's like, you can't stop the board. I am the board. Wow. I'll have to pull it up. Let's see if I can find it. Anyway, sorry. I, I didn't mean. No, no, no. Our, this is totally fine. I, I, um, I also wanted to point out there's actually um, in if you when you sign up for Peacock TV, section nine of the terms of service is just a recipe for chocolate cake. No, nah, let's Google that. <laughs> I wouldn't believe it. I wouldn't put, I wouldn't put it past Comcast. <laughs> it does.
All right, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna pull this tomorrow. Oh, that's a good one. All right, I should stop reading these after this. But Windows 98, in the terms of service, has a warning halfway through that says this operating system should not be used to run a nuclear power plant. Uh, Ralph, <laughs> what do you think is the context for that? Three Mile Islands. <laughs> Jesus. Survival. All right. Well, after all of that interestingness, um, Steve. Yes. Jury duty, binge-worthy. Why or why not? Binge-worthy, because I already binged it. Good enough for me. I'm going to also say yes. I am intrigued. I am going to literally go binge it as soon as we are done with this episode. Yes. So I am fucking sold. Woo! Did it. Yeah, yeah. Sail through. No. See, look how efficient DPs. that is when it's just us. This There's is what the show no, should be. No druthers. No qualms. No detractors. <laughs> this is a gentleman's quorum. <laughs> this is a gentleman's quorum. We solve here, here. All, no. our, all our differences shall be solved by gunfire. Pistols are done. <laughs> no fickle Kristen cinema. Type energy. Here, here. Just scotch steak and pipes. You guys want a duck? <laughs> sure, Mickey. Mickey, what are your thoughts on Jerry Diddy? Oh, well, I'm not a real big fan of the American legal system. <laughs> it's been- that's okay I have robust arbitration agreements <laughs> you do indeed and I mean the legal system has been pretty good to you over the years especially recently yeah ain't that a bitch <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you own a part of a country like yeah you might the United States you mean <laughs> sure let's go with that what else do i own i don't know mexico it's a nice country though real great beaches really you you like where, where, <laughs> do, you, where do you go in uh, mexico when you're on vacation i'm not gonna tell you that i don't want you showing up i'm sorry i was just trying to make conversation jeez don't you know you don't have to get all you know defensive look Look! I'm looking. <laughs> when I'm hosting my full-size get-together of full-size people and little people, I don't want any interlopers, okay? Point taken, Nikki. <clears throat> yeah! That's what that little lady was saying. Steve, save us. How we? Uh, do you have any final thoughts for us this evening? No, I don't have any final thoughts. Other than Mr. Beast, <laughs> Mr. Beast is, is suing a ghost kitchen, which I think is absolutely hilarious. I I heard about this. We should save that for the after show. Mr. Um, Breast. God, what a fucking douche nozzle. Hold on, I'll find something. All right.
least you're not, you know, ending with another joke. I will. Yes. Oh, let him end with a joke. You can only do, you do one an episode. It's kind of the all right, all right, all right, fine. All right, all right. I'm working on it. Give me a second. You just edit, you just edit this part out. Yeah, of course. This will totally be edited out. All right, all right, Matt. Here's a good one because because we can be dirty tonight. Of course we can. Yes. You know what they say about masturbation? What do they what? say about masturbation? It's the one habit that's hard to beat. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Jesus, these shows are efficient and they're 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 you know, there's not yelling, there's no one interrupting each other. It's so civil and so it's just like a pleasure to do these episodes. I wonder why. Because we are a league of extraordinary gentlemen. We are indeed a league of extraordinary <laughs> gentlemen. That's going to be the tagline for this episode. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> um, now we have reached the after show. So does anyone have anything they want to yell, gripe, or you know, yell about while while we have we have an open forum? All right. All right. Everyone's feeling good today. Uh, uh, no, no, no complaints. I'm in a good mood. I love it too. Yeah. Okay. All right. We can keep it nice and short then. Um, anyone have anything they want to say or want to discuss? We can talk about Mr. Beast at least. Yes. So I, 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 I've been trying to find this out because like I, I saw the only, the time I first heard about Mr. Beast was not on YouTube. I, I kind of avoided him all on YouTube, but then I heard about him like through a burger place. Like I just saw it pop up on my Uber one time. Yeah. And I, I'm guessing that's what this whole thing is about. So I, I found out about it through Ghost Kitchens because I watched this YouTube rabbit hole about Ghost Kitchens. And I also watched this one thing about this one guy who ate at every single Margaritaville in the United, in the United States. Oh, my Canada. God, dude. That is brilliant. <laughs> it is did you see a th- great that same video. dude did uh, Rainforest Cafe. Yes. Yes, Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> is, and, and I love that he also did a, uh, a, a side reference to it in the- the Margaritaville, yeah, which is the volcano <laughs> and the monkeys stared uh. at it. Oh, it was fantastic! Like, how do you survive eating at every single Margaritaville in the country? And he stayed at a Margaritaville hotel. I didn't realize I, it was a hotel. And you know what? Like, what really shocked me is how surprisingly nice that resort looked. Yeah, it was actually in pretty decent like condition. Surprisingly, right? Like you'd think that a Margaritaville, like fucking, you know, and this was like recently, this was like this year he did. Yeah. This. So it's not like, you know, this is an old video of the resort, you know, but in a heyday, <laughs> like it looked good. Now. I just love that. He was like, I spent one twelfth of my year going to every single Margaritaville. <laughs> and that was more than rainforest cafes. Cause there's more Margaritavilles in the country than there are rainforest cafes. I, I, you know, I Godspeed. The man's a the man is a national treasure and a hero to many. I, he really you know, is. He put it, I mean, he, he also this. watched Morbius like seven. Oh times. yeah, he saw Morbius three days in a row. Or three something. days in a row. <laughs> it's Morbin time. Why does he Jesus. just do things to punish himself? I don't know, but he he does it. He's they're sadistically good videos. Oh, they're very good videos. I I am I am I'm, I'm an avid fan. Um. He's definitely one of my favorite YouTube personalities now because I don't know how you do that. Sean, comment or you say something? 
Nah. Nah. Fair. Have you been to uh, every Margaritaville in the country? Mm, no. <laughs> Have you been to a Margaritaville? No. Really? Mm-mm. You're 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 missing out. It's uh, why. Oh, I don't own that. <laughs> I don't own that. Oh, I'm sorry. You, you, you can see the man, Jimmy Cafe. Buffett himself. Well, I don't know if I own that. I mean, that I sounds sounds kind of cheap for me, honestly. Oh yeah, what's your favorite restaurant, Mickey? I don't know. Ah, uh, do I have to own it? No. Oh, I like going to Chili's. <laughs> what do you like about Chili's? Half price apps after ten. <laughs> that is, it's it's an incredible. And you know, deal. I don't sleep. I don't sleep at all. Really? You don't sleep at all? No. How do you no. how, how do you manage that? Well, it's a cocaine, you see. <laughs> <laughs> how has your heart not exploded? Oh, that's assuming I have a heart. <laughs> <laughs> well played, Mickey. Well played. Hmm. You are a part of a heartless corporation. Exactly. <laughs> No, I just got to go get a division of Mickey's youth to mar- march down into Mickey's hole, take care of some problems I've been having. Really, what kind of problems have you been having in Mickey's hole? <laughs> Sorry, can you ask that again? I have to remove my pants first. <clears throat> I said, uh... <clears throat> I was just uh, inquiring. Um, yeah, lots of people inquire about that. What kind of problems have you been having in Mickey's hole that necessitates uh, sending a uh, legion of Mickey youth? Oh, I said a division. A division. Okay. Yeah. See... I decided to do it by divisions. It's easier that way. And um, I like to name my divisions after animals, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So like, um, but like sometimes animal names sound better in other languages. So this is my Panzer division. So you're sending <laughs> you're sending your Panzer division. Yeah. To my first cancer division. What is their mission, Mickey? Clean out my hole. Is there some uh, gross and dirty stuff in there? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, goofy. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, You see Mickey's holes in Fantasia. You just gotta look closely. uh, Boy, I can't wait for Night Night Crystal to listen to this episode. That's okay, she won't listen to it. 
<laughs> I don't think they listen to this. She's still show. writing articles for that for her gaming website. Don't worry oh my that. god. All right. <laughs> All right. <sighs> I am a doctor. <laughs> uh, I got nothing else. I can't. I just, my mind just. I agree. It's okay. I think we're good, uh, Mickey. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't really have anything else. I, I feel like all I have to contribute is to let the let the mouse keep contributing. So that's probably a sign that it's right the right time to go. Yeah, I think uh, we should end on a high note. Uh, let's go end on, this. Go out on a win. Uh, yeah, uh, if Sh- if Shorty gives you bomb head, you can call her Swappenheimer. And with that. Choke me, Daddy. Have a wonderful evening. America. Choke me, Daddy, America. I got lots of broomsticks in my hole! And if you think Secret Invasion is good, go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) You You just talked all through the outro. That's a Disney property, Steve. How dare you? (laughs) How dare you embarrass Samuel L. Jackson like that? You emasculated him. Oh, my God. That was terrible. I love emasculating people. (laughs) That ending was fucking atrocious. And it ruined the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I didn't need to watch it. I just knew. I just knew. So, like, you know, they, they gave every single superpower to Emily Clark's character. To save the Amelia, world. Amelia Clark? Amelia, sorry. I'm angry about it. They Should gave be. Amelia Clark every single superpower that like everybody has to like save the world. Mm-hmm. And like, how do you how do you stop that? Like you It's just, gonna like, be even worse if the Marvels come. I don't know. Did she say it's Morbin time? It's Morbin time. She did not. It's a lost opportunity there. There you go. It was, um, but I, I I don't I don't know. So what you say, Matt? Life is ball. Life is ball. <laughs> all right, all right. We have a little. He added a little bit of extra. There. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna stop the recording now. So if anything, I'm add is okay. So if anyone I, has anything to add before I hit the button, I bought that giant. X Do it, you coward! From Twitter headquarters, it's now in my front yard.